Yeah, man. Man, that's a great tune. Ooh, getting classic and oldie with it. Ah, uh, yeah, you know it. That's a good <laughs> song. Creedence Clearwater, one of the one of the best bands, man. <clears throat> oh yeah, maybe uh, maybe top ten for me. As I get older, I seem to shed the newer stuff, and I go older and older with my favorites. Well, I think that's what I think that's the crazy thing I always think about is how many songs have come out since that song, and oh, yeah. that one still gets me. You know, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's the that's the definition of timeless. You know, I mean. Still- you still hold up with the new stuff. I dig their like uh I don't know, there's something about Credence. They um they feel like they came out in the eighties, but also like in the fifties. They came out in the eighties? No, I'm just saying they feel that way uh. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they have some weird stuff. Maybe seventies. <clears throat> yeah. I'll go seventies, but uh they just uh span such a wide range. Uh it's wonderful stuff, man. They're a weird band that's like nobody really sounds like them. Yes. Like, you know it's their song as soon as it comes on. Doesn't matter what it is. Absolutely, dude. It's actually a great yeah. call. There is nobody like them, except for when John Fogarty does his solo stuff, and then you're like, oh, is this Credence? No, it's John. just John Fogarty. I don't know who that is. But I know I know a song he does that I like. Yeah, John Fogarty is Credence. He's the lead singer, and... Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's basically him. And then he did some solo stuff, I believe, in the 70s. Maybe even the 80s. And then uh, he did some revival work with the Credence Clearwater. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> These guys in the bands, dude, they, they're egotistical maniacs, man. They always think they're... The reason the band is a you know a big deal, so they they shed the band and they go solo, and then they realize no no it, you know it wasn't just me it was the band man. <clears throat> yeah, what is that? It's what e- do you think that is? You you've ego. been in the band. Oh, it's ego, man. Come on, it's like with all things in life. It, it, no, but I've seen it in the I've seen it in the plumbing world. I've seen it in the mechanic world. I've seen it in landscaping. You know, it's in every world, dude. Guys, you know, look at the guy who works for our uncle, dude. Worked for him for 20 years, started stealing a bunch of houses. Yeah. Thought he, he really thought that the company was going to fail without him. Thought our uncle couldn't do it without him, and he was going to do it on his own. He could do it better, That's bigger, right. better. That's right. Right? Yeah, man. Stole a bunch of company, uh, customers left. Two years later, he's, like, begging for his job back. You know, yeah, it's hard to do it on your own. Hard to run your own business, man. Um, I always say it's like it's it's anybody could be a backseat driver. It's very different when you're behind the wheel, and that goes for like anytime you see a leader. You know, if you have a boss and it's you know you think you could do it better, very easy to be that backseat driver. But it's very different when you're behind the wheel. It's crazy, you know. I'm willing to bet when it came to like the Beatles, everyone in the Beatles thought they could go on solo and have their own magnificent they, career, except for Ringo. They, I don't, I think did. Ringo, did, yeah, and they did, 
But I think Ringo, <laughs> I think Ringo is the only one. But Ringo is still around, and I saw there's tickets to see Ringo here in uh, Denver, Colorado. No, he's still touring. He's touring this year. He's coming around, man. You could see him or the E Street Band and Bruce, and I can't imagine having any amount of money to be able to pay for that show. So uh, uh, I think I might go see Ringo, man. I might come out there and see him with you. Ringo, dude. Come on. This has got to be the last chance to see Ringo Starr. How long is this guy going to live here? <clears throat> he looks fucking good, man. Yes, we commented this uh, on this uh, many episodes ago, maybe like six months he ago. He doesn't oh, get man. the credit, dude. He's the Jennifer An- He's the male Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> this motherfucker looks good, dude. He's the real Keanu Reeves. Move over, Paul Rudd, Ant-Man. <laughs> Paul Rudd looks good. The guy like doesn't age at all. It's unbelievable. Okay, all these guys look good. Paul Rudd, Keanu Reeves, dude, Ringo Starr. <laughs> yeah, for eighty, you're right, dude. Ringo Starr was a hit in the '60s, bro. <laughs> and this guy, this guy looks better than our dad. Ringo Starr was banging Paul Rudd's grandma, man. That's how. Yeah. that's how good he and looks. And he's about to bang his wife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe even the daughter. I don't know. I haven't seen Ant Man like, yet. Don't don't spoil it. Like Mick Jagger, even if you don't know who he is, you just look at him. And you're like, who is that? I can't believe that skeleton is walking around. What's going on? <laughs> Looks disgusting, <laughs> right? Well, he's British. To be fair, they all I, look that way. They- <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Who you're right. That's a that's a time in London. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in London, he's felt. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot where he comes from. I'm just saying, dude. Ringo looks. Oh, Ringo comes from the same place. <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. Dude, Ringo's a fucking. T- he's a ten in America. That's amazing. <laughs> Ringo, come on the podcast. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, well, I'm glad Ringo's doing good. <laughs> and he's, he's touring the country, man. Uh, what, what do you think that is, though? Do you really think it's, uh, you think it's in every... <clears throat> do you think it's like... Um, sorry. No, don't worry, my man. Do you think it's inevitable, like, and it's in all of us, where y- you can get to a point that you just you think you're too big for your your britches there and you you with, know with the uh the being an ego uh maniac um especially with the fame i don't know what goes on with that all i know but you know what i look these people you just uh you have all these people yes manning you building you up you know putting right, you on this pedestal yeah. and then you think you're the greatest and uh so you separate on your own. Plus, these guys were all on so many drugs. All, all these people are always on drugs. I have to imagine everyone in Hollywood, everyone in music, they're all just drugged out of their minds. Yeah. On, on everything, especially nowadays, man. Like, uh, the availability of prescription drugs, and I'm really not too familiar with that world, but from what I do understand and what I hear... You can get really anything for any type of uh, high that you want to get. Oh, I'm sure. Especially with the pharmaceuticals. That's what I mean. Yeah, they're not even dealing with like the stuff we do. 
No, like I, I'll get a, you know, a strain of weed that doesn't really get me that high, and I'm like, oh, well, I'll just smoke it anyways. Uh, these, people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> these people can go and like call their doctor and get like a stronger dose of whatever it is that they're trying to do. <laughs> Michael Jackson had a doctor come put him unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Doc, I don't want to think, and I want to be brain dead like a vegetable, but almost moving. Well, yeah. Well, uh, Michael, what uh, high were you looking for today? I want to be right before death. <laughs> Comatose. <laughs> Just above. It's crazy, but I really think the pharmaceuticals, you could really, if you got the right connection, the right guy, you could, you know, score whatever dope that you want to get that kind of uh, high oh, that you're dude, looking no, for. No, it's not even like having the right guy or anything. You go to the doctor. If you have the right insurance, they pay for it. Like it's Yeah, I'm sure they're if, dying if to if give you have the money, away. it's like, man. Absolutely. So that's kind of, I think you mix that in with, you know, when you're rich, from what I have heard and understand, people in, who have money, they, uh, they tend to lean on the pharmaceuticals because they're good to, you know, you need the uppers for the times where you need to be up. And uh, you can get the downers for when you need to get down. So, I think that's the deal. Especially with the, uh, the famous folk. I think they get the crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. But that's just, uh, that's just my speculation. Uh, and, uh, hmm. you know, like I said, I'm no high roller myself, Mike. But, uh, you know, I've been told some stories, and I know a few people uh, who maybe know some people, and so I'm thinking that the pharmaceutical, like uh, when it comes to the cocaine, I think they, the the Adderall is the big, the big deal. Adderall is, is unbelievable. <clears throat> that is the, I think that's probably the number one used drug in America right now. You're probably right, man. It, it's incredibly widespread and very available. Everybody <laughs> does it in every industry, dude. And in various ways, like I guess people dig on snorting it and uh, you know taking it orally. And I think there's some boofers out there. You remember the boofing fad where you uh, put things up your butt, like alcohol and drugs and what have you. Boofing. Never, never partook in the boofing. No, Mike, I was uh, I was a little too old for the boof phase. Fortunately, for me and my butthole. I've never heard of boof, dude. You never heard I mean, of boof, but you don't know what a turf is. <laughs> Turf, uh, I'm halfway through it still already, Mike, but uh, boof, it's no, uh, you know, it's just what it is. You're boofing, and it's, um... You're... I thought boofing was, like, throwing up. Remember uh, Kavanaugh? Yeah. The Kavanaugh I've... hearings? His, That's right, you know, yeah. Squee was boofing? I think boofing was you take the funnel, and you put it into your butt, and then they pour the beer down the funnel. And it I think goes... this is called being gay. <laughs> I'm no I'm no expert in the LGBTQ, but I think you just adopted a letter there if you do that. You are now one of those letters. Oh look, we love our LGBTQ sandwich uh community. You guys are all the best. And uh But I, well, I should uh, I think the boofing is for the uh I have know, a theory. The well, I do the have a, I do have a model. I do have a model when it comes to butt stuff. All right. You're not gay as long as it's a chick doing it. 
Oh, so, so if there's pegging. a chick putting okay. the funnel in your butt and pouring beer in there, hey. All right. Go get it, son. There you know you what go. I mean? But yes, sir. Okay. If you're standing around with other you know, 20, 19-year-old frat guys and you're all just pouring beer in each other's butts, you might be gay. There's a little homoeroticism <laughs> involved there if it's you and a bunch of fellas, no doubt. <laughs> it's a little gay. For all the young guys out there, next time you plan on boofing some booze up your bunghole, uh, try to have a lady do it. It might be a little less gay. Just a little good advice out there. If you're around nothing but dudes, your butthole should only be out for two reasons. You're about to poop on something, or you're about to fart on something. That's it. Hell yeah. You know, there's also this other uh, fad going on uh, that I was reading about where it's called like a sunbathing with your anus. And uh, you like... Um, oh, the ball tanning? I don't know if it's ball tanning or it's like taint tanning or... You taint know, tanning. You know, you're, supposed get, you're supposed or... to get sun on your balls, man. They say it's like... Really? Sun on the balls, huh? little vitamin yeah. D absorption on the testiculars? Okay, well, they also say that you're supposed to do like a little... like a What's the bend over? The uh, lazy dog or whatever it is in uh, yoga stance or, you know... You're supposed to position yourself so you spread your cheeks and you expose your anus to the uh, sun in the morning. <laughs> yo, yo, that's bad karma, man. You don't want to moon God. You're not mooning your God. Day off, dude, you're supposed to, according to the legend behind these stories, you're supposed to uh, absorb the sunlight rays through your anus and uh, it'll give you uh, good fortune or whatever they're looking for. I think uh, it gives you good health. Hmm. It's like uh, anal tanning. So I'm no, I'm no, uh, I'm no expert in biology or psychology, <laughs> oh, yeah. but I can almost guarantee you, whoever told you that has I, a uh, butthole fetish. Ooh, okay. <laughs> well, New York Times, I'm on to your ways. Watch yourself. He's trying to get you to spread that information so he could see more buttholes. Mike, there's a lot of news stories out about the butthole tanning phenomenon. Get people the fuck are, out of here. Oh, it's a whole thing. Dude, people are doing nude yoga, like, and they position themselves so they get the uh, butthole no exposure. Way. This is a thing, my man. I'm telling you. No oh, way. yeah, this dude. Is not a, this, is got, this is some gay Colorado shit. They do, that's not a real thing in the world. Mike, if it's Colorado, number one, it's definitely gay. And number two, yeah, <laughs> it definitely came out of here for sure. People out here are tanning their buttholes. I guarantee it. Is this chicks and is this chi- no chicks are doing this, right? I think mostly chicks are into it, and then the dudes caught on and now I they're thought into it. Would just it too. Be mostly gay dudes. No, I think mostly the chicks are the ones who are into the I have a feeling you go to a butt tanning session, oh, it's yeah. gonna be mostly gay men. You think so? Oh, it's going to be held, like, in Boys Town. You're going to be, All like, right. right there on Clark Street. Oh, you're right. Okay, hey, uh, production crew, yeah, uh, cancel that reservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wrong. We're not going to film it. No, not filming. All right. Uh, but secretly highlight it. <laughs> oh, we're just doing audio. Audio recording. Yeah, thank- all right. Perfect. <laughs> we're all good now. Uh, that was- I avoided a- quite the disaster. <laughs> oh yeah butthole tanning dude it's some sort of you know you absorb the rays and, you know, there's no way dude. I, and i don't think it's butthole tanning it's more like a, it's like butt yoga or like anal 
something. Like, how serious are they? Are they trying to get, like, higher elevation to get more of a sun exposure? Yeah, dude, totally. Yeah, yeah, they get up on, like, the rooftops of these places. This is definitely, like, a Silicon Valley kind of thing. I'm sure they were doing it down at Twitter and Boulder, uh, where the headquarters are at, or whatever they have going on down there. Oh, that's there. why they needed double the staff than Elon did. Half of them were rotating their butts. <laughs> yes, they were exposing their anuses to the sun for half the day on the rooftops. He had to run, had to run up the roof. <laughs> That's right. Lot, so stupid. No way a, is this a thing. A lot dude. of emergency for uh, butt burns too. You get the uh, you know <laughs> the sudden sunburn on the anal. I mean, <clears throat> the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Your body is shaped a certain way. You yeah. know what I mean? You mean it's shaped to protect that spot from the sun? From the- <laughs> You're not supposed to be exposing the cheeks? <laughs> Spreading the cheeks and exposing what's within? The flower, if you will? That dirty flower? Like maybe it's just not supposed to be exposed to the sun. That's why God tucked it, or, or, or nature, whichever you prefer, tucked it into this nice little meat sack called your butt. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the exposure isn't supposed to be too long. Like we're talking. Have you ever ever sunburned your butt cheeks? That's the worst. No, I don't think I have actually. I I don't do a lot of nudist beach faring, and um, I have never really worn a speedo or any kind of banana hammock for that extended amount of time. See, you know, we've been we've been blessed. We're Italian. We got the most beautiful skin in the world. Oh, right, olive. Sure. Perfect olive, it tans nicely in the summer, Don't doesn't burn. Graced with uh, good tanning abilities, sure, absolutely. It's great. If you do it right, you just expose yourself in the spring. You won't burn all summer. That's Beautiful. right, man, yeah. It's one of the benefits. <laughs> Downside is very greasy all year round. But uh, I'm dripping grease as we speak. It's uncontrollable. <laughs> it smells like gyro meat. I don't know why. We're not Greek, but... Someone uh, fart onions? What's going on here? All right. <laughs> It's just me. It's my upper lip. Onions and garlic. But yeah, dude, I remember telling this girl, like, nah, dude, I don't burn. I never burn. And then uh, we did, I was just like, t- I decided to just tan naked. And like the only thing that burned was my butt cheeks. It was because I realized I never tanned my butt cheeks in my life. Oh, wow. Never exposed. Never exposed. And then when they were exposed, so fucking burned. You fe- so burned. You felt like a Polak on in July. Mm. I know exactly. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where's Antoine Oosh? <laughs> Tony Baloney. Dude, couldn't sit down. It was painful, man. It was rough. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a tough experience. I can only imagine. It makes me think now about your comment earlier about the uh, ball sack tanning. Uh, that whole region also may be very sensitive to the sun. Yeah, but I heard about, like, the taint. I did hear about it. I just, I didn't think that was, like, a thing, though. Oh, I think the taint, the balls, the ass uh, hole, the whole area. I think um, you got to tan it all now. So Have you heard of the B&B? Uh, I can't wait to hear what this stands for. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one guy dropped it in conversation as if it's, like, a common, like, every man knows what this is. <laughs> yeah, he was like, dude, it's attached to... I was like, oh, man, I'm still sore. I went for a B&B. Oh, no. Balls and butt. He got his balls and butt waxed. Wow. 
I thought that's yeah. a, a Brazilian, but for men, I guess, is that what we're talking about? Does he do the taint in between? Like, is it balls? Yeah, so dude, that's balls. what I, it's like a whole thing. So it's balls it, to butt. Dude, it's everything. So they do, the, <laughs> I guess they, I guess they do like the pubes. Is this guy in porn? What's going on here, dude? That's what, dude, I swear to God, dude. I, so apparently they do the <laughs> shaft of the penis. Wow, you know, how man. Like, you know how like you got hair on like the the base. Do they part? go all the way to the tip? We don't got hair on the tip, dude. That's, no, that's what they looked at. I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't have a beard on your uh, the tip of your dick. <laughs> just coming out the tip, man. You got that's a fake penis. You got to go get that. I got sideburns at. and a little goatee going on there. Nobody else. <laughs> I'm just saying, does this thing go all the way to the like? How? Where's the line? Who's Listen, who is the person ho- that determines the stopping point of the waxing of of the schlong? So apparently, it's like because um, <laughs> there's sensitive uh, areas as you get towards all regions. They use this a sounds numbing terrible. cream. There's a numbing cream. Wow. All right. Well. So they do the. the I'm in. They, I'm down. Let's do it. They do the. So they do the butt. Che- the way I get it is they do. The way I've been explained is they do the butt cheeks, the butt crack, the taint, and then uh, I guess you know how you do. I guess we all have it, like a kind of natural like fading hairline on the thighs. All right. They like kind of work that in. I guess they trim the pubes. And they do the shaft. <laughs> oh, and the, and they wax the balls. So then you just have like a little thing up top. Yeah. So do they? Uh, so you got like a little carpet up top or something. I, dude, I don't know, man. I didn't ask him to look at it. Wow, and this kinda, is amazing. He kind of talked way away. more about it than I wanted him to. No, I I have a million questions now. I mean, uh, can you I get know. some designs? He, he was surprised uh, I never heard about it, and I was surprised that any man would do this. Do they give you a little beanie to put on the head of your dick uh, to protect it from the whole waxing operation? Oh, man. You, need to, you, should, you should include that with the cock scar. Oh, the dick beanie? Yeah, I thought I mentioned oh. that a long time ago. Of course. <laughs> oh, no, I never heard about it, but, dude, that's what... These guys definitely need cock scarves. <laughs> yeah. Cock scarves and dickhead beanies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, they're waxing up, dude. Because the thing is, you walked into that place with full bush. Should at least put a hard hat on there. You know? like walking like- in full bush, you're walking out, you know it's cold. Like you're going for a haircut, you ever get your hair cut off, and it's like it's cold on your head. Your head is cold. So when you get your pubes waxed, you should have a scarf to wrap around them, you know? And so, would you like your compliment? Help them acclimate to the new <laughs> hairstyle. And your complimentary cock scarf, sir. Here you go. <laughs> See you wait for the full B&B. We gave you the extra long scarf. It will ride up the crack if you want. <laughs> so then you just have like a little tail hanging on the back of your pants. It's like wrapped around your balls and then rides up the crack. <laughs> the sheepskin wool uh, dick beanie. It's complimentary. <laughs> oh, it's, it's got to be wool. We need antibacterial. Yeah. It's so, so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> cock scarf. Uh, yeah, the cock scarf's genius. I can't, I mean, this is incredible. I believe it. 
we're into the manicuring and pedicuring and uh, manscaping. Over, and, over yeah, manicuring, we're, we're, up, we're uh, obsessed with it these days. So, Have sense. you ever had your eyebrows waxed? No. No, I have yeah, I know, because you're a man. That's why, I mean, I'm, I swear to God, dude. I've had so many guys tell me, talk to me about it, like, throughout my life. Like, in the Army, it was a big thing. Oh, yeah. And then in the Union, it's a big thing. But it's like, it's always in, like, these, it's always men with too much money. This is very true. Yeah. Uh, very true. They don't, know, they don't know what to do with it, so they start going to the fucking... Uh, you're right. Don't be, like a, don't be like a chick. When I think of uh, men spending money to basically be like chicks, I think of one man and one man only. Check check this out. New dynamic oh. duo on the way. Kevin Hart and Will Smith are working on a remake of the <laughs> 1987 <laughs> classic comedy. Kevin Hart first revealed the plans for the project back in 2020. In a recent interview with uh, E.T. Canada, he said they're hard at work right now on the script. The comedian sharing he is very excited to team up with his fellow Philly native. And oh, I know you will be... Keep an eye out for that one, yeah, Mr. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah. Well, maybe not an eye. <laughs> Thank you very much. Excuse me. All right. Planes, trains, and automobiles being remade with Will Smith. Slap, slap, slap. What's <laughs> the slap back? Will, Sm- Will Smith and Kevin Hart. Dude, this is a terrible idea. This, this is, is going to be a really idea. bad movie, man. Ugh. Sorry. You have to look at like why the movie worked, and these two guys are nothing like those guys. You know, absolutely. Um, I get it. Right, we're in the age now where we must eliminate the previous culture and the individuals who were in these roles. You know what I'm saying? Without saying it, considering we are in the history month. Uh, I think it's just obvious that that's what's going on, and it. Uh, I'm just like I'm. I wish they would just do something new, something better. So we're just remaking yeah. stuff. Yeah, why not come up with your own thing, your own movie? And you're not going to recreate the magic of John Candy and Steve Martin, and Will Smith, man. Audiences, I don't think, uh, are willing to show up for Will Smith anymore. I and I, I personally don't and think you're people not are that funny. funny. Yeah, he's not that funny. And people weren't showing up for you before the slit. They weren't showing up for serious Will Smith. They're probably not going to show up for funny Will Smith. And not only that, he has to be the straight man in this one. The only way I'll go see this if is if there's a slap joke in it. <laughs> oh, you know, there's gonna he's gonna slap Kevin Hart. And he's going to go flying across the room. No, there's going to be a scene where Kevin Harp sla- like slaps him repeatedly. Uh-huh. No? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Either way. One or the other. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a stupid movie. It's such a bad idea. Oh, uh, well, you brought up planes, trains, and automobiles in the previous episode with uh, Mr. Pete Buttigieg. And I just find it very uh, funny that they are remaking it. <laughs> And they're going to do it with Mr. Slapmaster. They should do a Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Pete Buttigieg. 
Oh, yes, they really should. Yeah. That would be and way he funnier. should lean into it, right? And then oh, yeah. maybe, you know, show you have a sense of humor. <laughs> show you're not a robot. Oh, man, so you're not down with this movie. I take it you're not going to see it. I'm going to assume an unwatchable, maybe, maybe a watchable. I'm going to assume unwatchable, but it's going to be number... Dude, did you see Netflix this week? I did not, actually. Number one in movies. Woman King. No way, dude. The, no the, it kept, way. You know, how, you know how you could always go down? It's like top 10 in movies in the U.S. Number one, Woman King. There is I, no way that is number one. I the, couldn't the, believe it, dude. Number two was Two Guns. Yeah, baby. Greatest movie. That, that's right, one of the best movies. Okay, so then do we trust this algorithm? Or No. Woman King will never top two guns on any <laughs> top 10 list. I don't care if it's a top 10 list. With movies, best movies with black actors. <laughs> That's right. Did you see Woman King then? Since it was trending number one, did you say, I'm going to give it a shot? Since everyone is seemingly really into it, the algorithm, the computer is telling me to see it. Everyone wants me to watch it. I, I couldn't stop laughing because, you know, you, 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 you like go to the movie and uh, it starts playing the preview. <laughs> That's right. But... Netflix decided that the 90 second preview will be a 90-second clip where there's nothing but men. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, dude. It's terrible. No, I didn't watch it. I can't watch it. It's unwatchable. I tried. You probably have the same energy surrounding you when I, uh, like when I attempted to watch Wakanda forever. It's just I can't make myself do it for some it's reason. The same, it's the same stupid accent. <laughs> right there is just an element of um i don't know it's a it's this it. weird bad african accent that you guys are doing <laughs> and and truth be told you're not good actors you'll get one or two good actors and then the rest just aren't good there's uh you know what it is with wakanda forever uh they could have just replaced Black Panther and made a Black Panther movie. Instead, they had to do the whole tribute and the sob story, melodrama, and I kind of didn't want to sit through that. And then also, I've been realizing with all these movies in the MCU and just in general, these comic movies and all that, dude, they're not interesting. I'm not, I'm not invested. And then Woman King is really funny because it's just so historically inaccurate. And I kind of just want to put it on, I think, to get a glimpse of it. Uh, but I, is it like one of those three-hour movies also? And this is the same oh, thing with Wakanda. Long, too long. If Wakanda Forever was 90 minutes, I'd probably have already watched it. Woman King, 90 minutes, I probably would have thrown it on. And here's the thing, right? Because if you have to do it in, if you do it in 90 minutes, you're going to hurry that fucking story up. Yes. It's too slow. Too slow. It's not two, it's not two and a half hours of like great storyline and everything. No, you're just prolonging 90 minutes in and out. It's, it's not that good of a story. 
But look, I get it. They're pushing the uh, strong black woman idea. And hey, man, it's the month for it. So push on, including with one of my favorite topics in the world, Mike, and yours. I know it. You know it. Let's do it. Lizzo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, first up, Lizzo. No. The Grammy winner is known for breaking out her favorite instrument on stage, which she has Everybody reinforce your floors. Sasha Flute. <laughs> but on a recent visit to Sesame Street, Lizzo traded it in for Cookie Flute, performing with some of our very, very favorite Muppets. Watch this. I've played a lot of instruments, but I've never played a cookie before. <laughs> May I? Go for it. <laughs> Boy, can me try? Of cookie course. Monster. I didn't know you played the flute, Cookie Monster. Me don't. All right. Look, we bash Lizzo <laughs> all the time on this show, and I stumbled upon this gem. I love this, and this is why uh, this is what I think Lizzo should be doing more of all the time. Uh, yeah. She was dressed appropriately. It was a fun little gag. Oh, uh, that was my first question. Was she dressed nicely? Yeah, man. There was and no. She probably looked a lot better. She looked really good. She didn't do her ass booty shaking gimmick, and she played the flute, did the cookie joke with the Cookie Monster, uh, showing the kids, you know, how good it is to. Um, be proficient at an instrument and have a talent. That's what it's all about, man. I yeah. love that stuff. This is good. Stick to it. Stick to this. Get the booty shaking with the um, John Adams flute out of here, man. And uh, more of the cooking. Stop going stuff. around naked. Yes. Yeah. No, I thought that I was like, finally, Lizzo. All right. Hey, let's make 2023 the year uh, Lizzo cleans it up and inspires the kids. <laughs> you know? You're have, a you huge know, have, you know, have you noticed it's like I don't want I, like you know I really don't like seeing Lizzo walking around naked. Oh, that's because you're racist. Well, you know I don't like seeing Madonna walk around naked. Oh, that's because you're ageist. <laughs> naked? Uh, maybe dude. I just don't like fat old people walking around naked. Maybe I don't want to see anybody naked. Wait, you know? <laughs> naked Madonna with like fully clothed at the Grammys was the most frightening creature on the planet. She's creepy. She is like the. Some sort of a demon out of hell, man. That was she kind of looked like a like you know what did you say uh, was it the saw puppet or yeah, uh, yeah very yeah. very accurate description. Definitely someone out of a horror movie. Madonna, Gross. not good. I don't think that's ages. Only because we just spent how long talking about how fantastic Ringo Starr looks at age eighty. We're pro True, looking the, good yeah, in your eighties. I'd know? fuck Ringo before I fuck Madonna. <laughs> And they both lived long enough for that to happen. He's sexier than Madonna. Think about that. At least if I fuck Ringo, I know I'm fucking a human. I don't know what that is over there, dude. <laughs> no, Madonna scared the shit out of me when I saw Oof. that. That was horrible, man. Like it's That's funny. Haunt your dreams, dude. Jesus Christ. It's funny, like Madonna stood there and she's like, Are you ready for some controversy? <laughs> and like the, then Sam Smith came out, the, you know, and he's like so fat and he's busting out of his spandex red outfit and he looks like a he looks like a fat retarded kid on Halloween trick or treating in a bad devil costume, you know, and like the real controversy ended up being how disgusting and scary Madonna looked. What? What? No, no, cut away from that. F- what was that creature you had on the screen before? 
<laughs> Can you go I don't care about some gay dude singing. That's not controversial. <laughs> that living creature you had talking English? That was fucking... Seriously? What was that? <laughs> Can we go back to that demon he summoned that introduced him? <laughs> what the hell was that thing? <laughs> I think I saw a jump in the river after it gave this. What, what? Is it aquatic? What are we talking here? I don't... <laughs> like, I can't get I know it's we're a little dated on this one I guess but I just still can't get over the fact that like it was supposed to be so controversial like Sam huh. Smith with the devil Frank, horns and the, the tongue Frank, she gave a little speech some f- came out <laughs> nuclear war happened in Ukraine World War 3 president went over there still the scariest thing that's ever ha- that's happened since is that face on TV <laughs> that's Madonna dude it's the only thing keeping me up at night is Madonna's face at the Grammys. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's fucking so funny. <laughs> what kills me is... The, they're going to dig her up in a thousand years and it's going to be some great grand conspiracy about ancient aliens. I swear to God. <laughs> How did they oh, build man. this Sears Tower? I don't know. We have this weird skeleton. <laughs> oh, dude. Poor Sam Smith. He's so, like, he's, like, uh, busting out of that tight spandex red suit, and he's got the devil horns on, and he's sweating. And it's uh, just a little, oh, you too know he's sweating. <laughs> a little too overweight for the moment. And just you know, really hoping everyone's going to be talking about his performance. And that nobody cares. Nobody talked about it. The only thing people talked about was that ridiculous balloon outfit he wore like three days later <laughs> compared to the spy balloon that was his last uh <laughs> you know his, his hail mary i i could see sam smith in that like devil costume like this is my big moment man like you know i'm gonna be so controversial you know like oh yeah and then like nope no, nobody, nobody cares cared. nobody fucking cares did you guys see madonna that was fucking freaky man <laughs> still can't stop thinking about it it's three weeks ago <laughs> Nobody's talking about the spy balloons. Nothing. <laughs> Can't get that Madonna out of my head. That was spy balloons from China. Frank. I'm worried about our children. <laughs> Did you see Madonna? <laughs> <laughs> we need to save our kids from Madonna, people. This is, this is something's not right here. What are they? This has gone beyond drinking child's blood. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know how we got there. I'm just glad we shit on Sam Smith. Yeah, I'll take any opportunity for that and Madonna because that just freaked me out. But uh, what is also freaking me out, we can go a little serious here, Mike. We, never, now, uh, we never really do it here on the show too much. But uh, I got to say, we're, we've been talking a lot of different mortality rates with the uh, excess mortality rates, right, and the heart attacks going on. Something I didn't see coming, uh, and I assume you didn't either, 
uh, maternity mortality rates. And now to a GMA health alert. A new report released overnight by the World Health Organization found maternal deaths. Dude, you gotta warn me. Hold on, stop right there. What are you doing, Michael Strahan? You gotta warn me so I can buckle my seatbelt. <laughs> I, I almost got sucked into that gap, dude. Jesus Watch Christ. out for the breeze, folks. Woo! <laughs> that first ass almost blew me away. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, folks. Make sure your seat packs are in the upright position. Tray tables <laughs> are locked in and your seat belts are fastened. We there hit... will be turbulence. <laughs> we do have a Michael Strahan clip incoming. <laughs> there will be turbulence. And now to a GMA health alert. A new report released overnight by the World Health Organization found maternal deaths have increased in nearly all regions of the world for the past five years, including in America. Our chief medical correspondent, Dr. Jen Ashton, is back with the details. Doctor, talk about this. Yeah, Michael, here it is. It's quite extensive. It's a report card on our maternal health statistics here in this country and all over the world. Here in this country, we are failing. Uh, the highlights of this report, and again, we've been watching this now for at least the last 10 years. Uh, global increase in women all over the world dying from pregnancy or childbirth. A death is occurring every two minutes mm. for a pregnant woman worldwide. Ponder that for a moment. Economic and social inequities obviously playing a major people. role here. And here <laughs> in this country, the U.S. pregnancy maternal mortality rate has increased 75% in the last 20 years. For comparison, if you go across the Atlantic to Britain, a man whose wife is pregnant has a greater chance of dying than that pregnant woman. Here in this country, we are in almost a reverse situation, and women of color face a three to four time higher risk of dying than a white of woman. Which is surprising to hear, because not all countries had an increase. Some stayed um, level, um, others even improved. So why is it so bad here in this country? You know, that's the question. Are we collecting data differently? It's a complicated problem, but the highlights in terms of causes uh, according Maxine. to this report, really are number one that almost all maternal deaths in this country are preventable. The biggest problem is access to affordable and high quality care for women in pregnancy and in the so-called fourth trimester. Um, and we know that deaths increase when women have less access to quality care and timely services. But I want to be crystal clear, Michael, uh, women of color, again, at higher oh. risk and doctors <laughs> are dying. So it's not only about access to care. Right. Our system needs resuscitation. These statistics are a national embarrassment. When you say yeah. doctors are dying. Do pregnant doctors who obviously have who access to know, good yeah. care. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this is a real situation that needs to be addressed on a multitude of levels. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. Every time. It's got to be the poor and the people of color, Mike. Every single time. Unbelievable. Uh, I do like how they had the worst news ever, and they're like, how do we present it? They're like, eh, give it to Michael. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> he softens <laughs> the blow, dude. And he just get out, got up there, didn't even really know what he was reading. <laughs> yeah. Dude, vaccine, man, come on. We've got so many excess this, excess that, excess turbo cancers, everything, man. We're in vaccine territory oh. here. Why would it kill the mother giving birth? Well, is that, that what it is? Mother's giving birth or just pregnant? I think mother's giving birth, but uh, I feel like they were talking about also pregnant. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm not really too sure. But uh, that's just uh, what I'm sticking to, Mike. You know me, I err on the side of uh, tinfoil hat conspiracy. And so uh, I'm going to go vaccine. Why would it be higher now than it was in any point in history? They said it was going up for 20 years. So plastics in the water? Frogs are turning gay? Probably plastic. I blame plastics in the water. Plastics in the water. All right. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Good news is, though, they said penises are getting bigger. Oh, really? I thought they... All right, well, that's good. Yeah. Good for everybody. Taints are getting smaller, but average length of penis has gotten bigger. So, What wow. I've heard, it's all about the girth. All right. Well, either way, they're going to charge you full price for the wax job, fellas, so uh, <laughs> don't try to pull any fast ones. <laughs> yeah, maternal mortality, yeah. That's it, man. All right, Mike. Well, I got one last thing for us since we're crunching on time, and I wanted you to hear this one because this is right up both of our alleys. We're always complaining about the traffic. Uh, Get your glasses of water now that you're strapped in after Michael Strahan. Because I don't think we didn't catch this one in the previous. I think I clicked it uh, accidentally, right? Uh, Yeah, we didn't hit it. All right, here we go. I'm excited for this one. Minnesota lawmakers have approved a bill ending a requirement that applicants seeking a driver's license show proof of legal residence in the United States. Democratic Governor what? Tim Walz has promised to sign the driver's licenses for all bill, which will benefit more than 80,000 undocumented immigrants, most of whom are over the legal driving age of 16. The legislation was co-sponsored by state Senator Zeneb Mohammed, who moved to Minneapolis from with her family at age nine from Somalia. What we're doing is we're doing a rule change to allow undocumented people to not have to provide social security numbers because they don't have that. This debate is about the safety of our roads, and we can debate that tonight if you'd like, because there are 40,000 accidents on the highways. And the people of Minnesota, they want to make sure that the people who are driving on our roads have the driving education that they need. Passage of the driver's licenses for all bill caps two decades of campaigning by immigrant rights groups. Also, Wednesday, Minnesota senators approved a bill to restore voting rights to people convicted of felonies as soon as they're released from prison rather than once they've completed their parole. Current restrictions on voting have disproportionately affected black and Native American Minnesotans. All righty, then. So, so, so did you hear what that lady's? Oh. We have 80,000 undocumented people who are driving on the roads? That's right. And, and your answer, your solution to that is to give them driver's license? Yeah, man. No, get them out of the country. <laughs> I don't know. What you <laughs> if you don't have a social security number or a green card number, it means you shouldn't be here. Am I missing something here? Um, is this dangerous territory? Slippery slope? What's stopping them from voting? So now they can vote, right? Isn't that the gist? That's the next step. All right, so that's what I'm getting out of this, which is Minnesota's now Democrat forever. Dude, you can vote. I mean, if you could work, you can drive, you have an ID, why not vote? Yeah, man. Why? Exactly. 
So it's supposed to be that's supposed to be one of the things is like you're not legally here, you can't get a license. That's why you know, kind of one of the reasons it's hard. Yeah, you you're know? supposed to come here legally, <clears throat> go through the process, get the license, the social security card, all that stuff. Uh, they're not. They're not incentivizing anybody to come here legally. No, not at they're all. They're incentivizing you to to be illegal. Yes. Because look, we're still going to give you the welfare. We're still going to give you the driver's license. And in a couple of years, you're going to be able to vote. Yeah, man. That's fucking insane. That is insane. You know <laughs> they've been doing it here forever. In Chicago. In, chi- oh, yeah. in Chicago, yeah. Any illegal can get a license. Wow. Yeah. So stupid. So this is a thing already uh, not a huge deal then, I guess. You'll just have sanctuary cities, if you will, where you can get a driver's license. You won't need to um, pay your taxes, and you can probably go vote. That's not the answer, man. We need to do something about the the immigration, you know? Well, maybe the tide is turning. I played a clip from uh, some local Denver uh, mayoral action here. They're looking to really swing it, I think, the other way with the homelessness. And with the homelessness, I kind of find that to be a little bit of a code for migrants as well. Uh, Maybe it's time to clean up these streets. You know, it'd be nice to not allow these people to just station themselves in these cities illegally isn't it easier too to just get like a fake driver's license you know like do these people even need to get these driver's license like that you know what i'm saying no you can and i don't know yeah like fake ids have been a thing forever i just think that's part of the fucking gig is you gotta go get the fake id or drive without one and then you know what and it sucks and i'm sure it's really hard And I feel for you, but that's what motivates you to go become a legal citizen. You that's what motivates you to work harder to get a better job, to move up the ladder, to move up the 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 status. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. I I was fascinated to see kind of what your take was on this because number one, look, they're gonna be here, right? So do we want them to at least know how to drive, right? The you know, the correct way? Maybe uh, go through the correct, you know, the proper channels to get the uh, No, you shouldn't be driving. (laughs) No, you shouldn't be driving. The roads should be for people who are legally here. I agree, but the idea I feel like from their angle is these people here illegally are going to be driving. So we might as well license them to do Uh, so. Matt, remember when we we, uh, did landscaping? What What did the guys do with no licenses? They all piled into one car and went to work. <laughs> That's right, man. With the, with the guy who had the license. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And the ones that did risk it, they did. They drove slow, and they only did short, short <laughs> drives. You know? Yeah, man. So those aren't the guys crowding the highways. You know, this is, this is bullshit. You're right. They would pile in and be a, a total clown car situation. Uh, you get about 45 of them piling out. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be always really amazing how many guys would fit in those cars. Oh, they would get so many, yeah. And we only know this because we worked in landscaping for many years. You go to the lots where um, all the trailers are stored, and it's just um, endless rows of landscapers. <clears throat> and 
They're all just shuffling out of these cars in the morning. Working for different companies. Yeah. yeah. It's all about who lives at one apartment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? We, had the, we knew the one guy. He had um, the statue of uh, Mother Teresa or uh, Mother Mary on his car dashboard. If you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Guadalupe. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic little ornament to have. Yeah. And look at him, dude. He fucking dude. He busted his ass here. Probably worked harder than anybody I've ever, ever known. And that guy now runs a uh, a produce shop in a little town in Mexico. Man, he's got a great life. Wow, really? Yeah, <clears throat> that sounds like a good time, actually. Yeah, dude. He runs his shop. He got a house that he built. Wow, in it's, Mexico. It's, yeah, he did uh, good with them. With the money he made here. Off of you know? the American dollars. Just kept sending it back, huh? Yeah, saved it. Worked six days a week, not four. Not the four. <laughs> Why not? You know, he missed out on taking off that extra day and enjoying uh, some mimosas at brunch with the buddies. See, that's the thing, too, is like, it used to be understood that in your 20s and 30s, that was your prime. That's when you work the most. That's when you're working to make the money, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> you want to work four days when you're 50, I get it. But, dude, when you're 30 years old, dude, go make your money. You're going to regret it later. You're going to regret wasting that time later on, you know? Great call, man. Uh, put the energy in when you have the energy to do so. You're not going to have it. When you got, when you got extra on. to spare, dude. <laughs> That's right. Dude. Good call, indeed. Uh, and It's sad that we're part of a generation currently where uh, people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, not putting in that time, not putting in that effort. You're, no, they're, they're bitching right. and moaning and trying to work less. It's mm. like, dude. Just go hustle. Now's the time. Now's your opportunity. Don't complain that the boomers have all the money in houses. They got there by hustling in their 20s and 30s. That's right, man. And also, uh, you know, we live longer, right? The 30s or 40s, the new 30. So we just got to, you know. That is bullshit. We got to extend our hustle. Don't be a like that you're 40 you're 40 be 40 you gotta extend don't the dye hustle. your hair don't paint your nail you know what i mean don't, don't, you're 40 you're a 40 year old man be a 40 year old man <laughs> you know i'm just saying the hustling extends a little further into the ages now uh now that we're living a little longer and uh we're expected to you know do a little more work. The five days should go into the fifties. I'm guess. I guess I'm saying maybe when you get past that, you could look forward to the four and uh, three day weeks. You know, do a little security work at the uh, Amazon factory or the local Home Depot. <laughs>